Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. This is Chris, and with me in studio today is Todd. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Cheers. Yeah. Yes. We're back in studio, the nicely renovated Divot Room. Looks so good. <laughs> Have you ever thought our theme music is sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! No, considering my thirteen-year-old daughter at the time designed it. No, oh, okay, all right. No, not at all. I can't remember who I I, I played her a song, and I'd have to go back. Brent Swords, if you're listening to this, please text me and tell me what it is because I I forget it. But I played it for her. I said, can you design something like this? Because we don't want to lose, well, the $70 or whatever there is in the jar. We don't want to lose that to somebody because we didn't get copyright uh, <laughs> approval, right? <laughs> right? So I had her make it on this computer program that she has. And so, no, not at any point in time have I ever thought our theme music was, <laughs> was sexual. sexual. Well, just like, God, I was going with it. It's so good, though. It's so good. <clears throat> Maybe just being down in the divot room gives you that Well, vibe. and it's it's, you know... You, you you finished it up. I'm gonna put out a picture. You, you it's made not a, totally finished. Still need a bar top, but you, it's that's all that we're waiting on. It's fucking beautiful. It is just looks so good down here. And once this Delta virus gets over, we're gonna have Frankie right here. <laughs> maybe Warren. Maybe you know we're gonna get some people down here because it, it would be really fun and people yeah. would really enjoy it. Yeah, I want to play some cards down here. It'd be fun. We got to flip this table over, though. We got to disassemble it, but we'll we'll make it happen for sure. All right, man. How have you been? What have you been doing over the last week? I know you played golf today. Well, yeah, I uh, played uh, Micklebrooks. The Micklebrooks. So is it Michael Book? Michael Brook? Mickle Book? <laughs> Micklebrook? I can't remember what it is. Well, I typed in because I was in Tigger today. I got off work this morning and I typed in Michael Book. M I C H A E L B O O K. And it gave me a golf course in fucking Maryland. So I think it's spelled M I C H E L B R O B R O O K. Or is it? There's no R. It's so it's Michael Book. Book. Mickle Book. Mickle Book. <laughs> it, it took, I, I thought I was there from work. And no, it took me 47 minutes. First tea time, because Pisha's got to play first. Jesus Christ. And, you know, it's just, you know, out of bed, right out of bed into the frying pan. Um, anyways, it was fun. The, the course was tits. Have you played it before? Yeah. One other time I played in a pro-am way back in the day. Uh, but the greens were fast. I want to say a good 10-11. Wow. And course is great it's fun if i lived in mcminnville which is way the fuck out there jesus like i drove past the museum yeah the water park the water park and some airplanes and like i i said chris i'm coming to your house straight from the course and you're like i'm going for a jog run i don't go for jogs oh yeah it feels like i'm jogging now but there's still runs so i stopped at four (laughs) wineries <laughs> for a four mile run 47 minutes you still had time to stop at four wineries i really slowed down yeah i was like give me five different pinos no i didn't stop because, but no i i was like do i come do i go home and we podcast no i want to be in the divot room so but i didn't stop and uh i made it here uh Shot a seventy nine. Oh, nice! Thank you. What was your your last putt? How far was it that you made? Well, it was a chip just short of the green on nine because we started on ten, and I said, "Pisha, watch and learn." <laughs> and I fucking chipped that fucker to six inches, and I could have oh, nice. could have tapped it in with my my a wedge. So you went. You went up and down for 79. I always find myself, if I have the opportunity to shoot 79 with like a three-footer, I feel like I just jack it majority of the time. Right? I, so much pressure. I, I decided to turn that uh, 79 around and try and make a 78. Yeah. So yeah, You almost did. Yeah. It was, it was fun. It was a good time. So when I, I, I finished, Dominic is over there and he's talking to some bros. And I always love to do this. From afar, I said, hey, Dom. 
is 66 any good? <laughs> he goes, nice round. I was like, yeah, that wasn't me. So anyway. Is it, he still listening to the show? Fuck yeah. All right, Huge awesome. friend. Yeah, good, good. I can't wait. We got a, we, we've got a uh, Pro-Am at Oregon Golf Club in October I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and maybe something spur of the moment before then. Yeah, I'm unless I you know, unless I have to work, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. get ordered. So what? <laughs> sorry, what about you, dude? You went, you went the camping. Yeah, I was off the grid for a little while. I uh, had promised my daughter that we'd go on a backpacking trip, and then just last you know, week, the, the and world, then you had the COVID the scare. World, yeah, the world got in the way, and uh, so uh, we made it happen. And uh, got off the grid for a couple of days. It was amazing. We went up to Carl Lake, which is just uh, near Mount Jefferson. Literally no cell, no, no cell service. Just did nothing. Just didn't you didn't get to watch any of the golf? Nothing. I did nothing, dude. I sat by the lake. We ate freeze dried meals. We threw rocks in the lake. We played cards uh, i did bring an ipad so i wasn't totally unconnected we we had movie night in the evenings and watched, nice. and watched the first half of uh uh episode i guess it would be episode seven um of the star wars series uh, so we finished it off the second night we we're there is and, episode seven luke skywalker well it's when they find luke after he uh, had vanished is it in mcgregor uh, who's the actors no it's well it's uh the newest series it's the newest three. Oh shit i don't even know han solo dies and sorry spoiler alert if you oh, haven't whoops. seen it by now han solo dies in this people. one <laughs> that was the big secret going into it people had seen it and nobody wanted to tell everybody that han solo died did but. you sit on a stump did you know we have we got little backpacking chairs that just you know mm. you sit on the floor but they're so on the ground, you, but they got support in your back so you brought a chair yeah i mean i've got backpacking equipment but we, not a tent no olivia slept in the tent yeah i slept on the ground jesus on a pad or on a sleeping pad were you nervous about bears no Really? Well, the only reason I was nervous about bears is because like three people brought it up before we went. I was like, geez, are you trying to, are you trying to mess with me or something? It didn't happen. <clears throat> we did see some wildlife. From afar, we saw what appeared to be mountain goats. Oh. A couple mountain goats up on a high ridge. Uh, and then there was some question whether or not there were some big cats, maybe cougars, because just the way they went from one rock to another, I was like, that looked, it didn't look like a graceful like that looked, or it looked graceful, yeah. too graceful for a goat, goat. But maybe they are. I don't know. But they looked really full, like fur. So I think they're probably goats. I don't think they're cougars. What? What, cool. what kind of freeze dried food do you eat? Do you eat chili? Uh, do you oh, eat chili? No, Olivia enjoys uh, the chicken teriyaki. Yum, chicken teriyaki. Yeah, and then uh, I always like uh, the beef stroganoff. Ah, and, beef stroganoff. Uh, um, what was the other one? Uh, oh, chicken and bis- chicken and dumplings. That sounds oh. fucked up. They're, they're, dude, it's... A dumpling really in good. a bag. Yeah. I had biscuits and gravy for breakfast one morning. Um, that was pretty good. Did you crack an egg in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had one of the meals that was like... Uh, was eggs, and the eggs are gross. The eggs are like... They, they have the texture of a sponge, and they're just gross. Uh, pasta marinara, gross. It's just gross. It seems like they should be easy. Yeah, the gravy, the more kind of the gravy uh, yeah. meals are a little bit better. Um, so high in sodium. Just so bad for you. <laughs> Where did you poop? In the, in the woods. <laughs> you got to bury it. Oh. You know, you got to dig a little hole. I didn't know if you were going to save it until well, you got home. You know how I am. You know how I am. Yeah. But uh, apparently, I'm I'm okay with pooping in the woods because it was uh, yeah I I I I went one time so we stayed two nights I went the first day we were there and then the next day I was able to hike out so sweet what about your back and shoulders yeah fine Sh- shoulders are a little sore and tight but you know I, I don't just throw on a pack and except at work and and walk around in it but. God, did you just come home and sleep like a baby? I slept really good last night. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, it was like, um, I don't know, 
first time in years that I didn't get up once to go pee. <laughs> you say yeah, you slept good. I slept really good. Yeah, I don't think I moved. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I slept really good. Olivia slept really good too, she said. So, yeah, it, it was great. It was it was really good to just disconnect, um, be with my daughter, and just mental health-wise, I needed it. I really needed it. And to be honest with you, when we got back yesterday, just thrown to the wolves, and I could just feel the stress come back. So right, just, just those, everything. Just, just those two days. I mean, just got a lot going on. Nothing horrible other than just the normal world pandemic stuff. Just a lot of busyness, a lot of stuff that we just need to navigate. And the way that work's going, you know, you just got to expect you're going to be work at work longer than what you're anticipating. So trying to schedule like, okay, I can't do that that day because I might still be at work. And mm-hmm. just being able to navigate all that stuff and be able to piece together a calendar for the next month has been interesting. So. It, it's It's a good reminder that everybody should do that. Disconnect. Because... Normally, I'm really good at going to the golf course and just like looking at things and living my best life. But man, I felt myself out there this morning thinking about a lot of stuff that's that's not helpful. And it's everybody, take some time to take care of yourself. Disconnect from the shit call your friends my I, I talked to baby Ken's on the way over here and she heard from her friend Thomas and just Thomas had been thinking about her she'd been thinking about him and they talked and it was just it's good yeah just everybody take a take a break except for from the divot room <laughs> except for us yeah listen to the fuck out of hopefully, us hopefully we aren't bringing you down too much because you guys probably listen to us to make you laugh but it is a good reminder for mental health just i mean speaking from experience stress in this world it can come up from behind and bite you in the ass and take you down yeah it's happening you know it so um yeah just get away get off the grid do, do whatever it is that you feel is off the grid and, and just get away. It's good for the soul. All right, dude. With that being said, my goal was to swing into Sister's Meat and Smokehouse in Sister's Oregon and grab some meat products. Oh, boy. But the drive home did not go as planned and um, might have been a little car sickness Potential, and we just decided just to head to head home and not head into sisters. Did so. somebody have the spaghetti marinara? <laughs> no, no. We had about an eight mile drive on Forest Service roads. And that eight mile drive takes about forty minutes because of how bad it is. So once we got done with it, it was just like let's just let's just head home. So it nothing. No, there was no like. Did it? Did Olivia just, get say, <laughs> Dad? I'm car sick. No. No, I did you at, say, honey? I, honey, I'm car sick. <laughs> no, I looked at her. I said, "Kiddo, you all right?" She's like, <sighs> "She's like, yeah." I'm like, "We could pull over and you can just get some fresh air if you if you want." And she's like, "Yeah, that'd probably be good." So we did. Ooh, yeah. So she's got out. She got some fresh air. She didn't she need got, a pepperoni stick. No, no, no. no I did. Uh, no, she. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Uh, just. Like normal anything, dude. I mean, it's a rough road. She used to get car sick as a kid, like a lot. Like mm-hmm. she just look at a car, and <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, but yet she loves roller coasters. So go figure. So the, uh, it, it had been a long time since she'd gotten. Well, she felt fine going up there. It was the same road we went in on. So uh, who knows what it was? But well, yeah, it's just being out camping. I remember when I used to go to the beach with Dick and Alice. I'd be like. Mommy, I'm getting car sick. And she'd be like, or Dick would be like, look at the mountains in the far. (laughs) Stop. Stop being sick. I I used to get car sick a lot, too. Still do. And uh, I remember my dad saying the same thing. He's like, sit up and look Look out the window. (laughs) Well, at, at that age, I can still remember this. I I looked out the window. Yeah. To the side. I didn't realize he meant the front window. But, right? <laughs> so I got even worse because I was looking at all the trees go whipping by. Oh, man. Car sickness, it, it sucks, dude. But uh, anyway, so I wanted to swing into Sister's Meat and Smokehouse. 
but didn't. And uh, I'm I'm not totally disappointed. It's totally fine. We were both tired and just wanted to get home. But uh, anyways, if any of you are out in Central Oregon and you guys are going to play golf, you're going backpacking. The beef jerkies and the and the pepperoni sticks are amazing. So take those on your camping trip. If you're going to go golf and you're going to be renting a place with some friends, just swing on in there. Grab some grab some meats, grab some steaks, some hamburgers, some chicken. Do whatever you're going to do. Great, great meat in there. You can't beat our meat. That's their motto. Sisters Meat and Smokehouse and Sisters Oregon on Spruce. All right, dude. Have you heard anything about Patrick Reed? Well, I have to apologize. <sighs> I made some shit up last week. Like, oh, I, uh, right. right. So you 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 pumped Sylvie's Ranch, which I'm super pumped to go and play. And I was like, isn't that built by Doug Hickson? Anyways, it's Dan Hickson. Dan Hickson. Not to be confused with Dan Hicks. Right. Tana Storm's husband and the guy on it, NBC Golf. So sorry, friends. They forgive you. Yeah, I, I knew they would. They, they might not even listen, but we'll hashtag them again. Didn't we feel like we just had to stop apologizing for shit? I well, mean, I felt like every, like every few weeks we're like, dude, we just got to stop apologizing for shit. Well, but, no, I, I just, you know, Dan and Doug, they probably like, don't call me Dan. Yeah. So anyways, Dan, nice golf course. I want to play it. We will play it at some point. All right. So have you heard about Patrick Reed? Is he in or is he out? I know he made it, so he didn't play in... The Northern Trust or the BMW. So he, he qualified for the Tour Championship by the skin of his by teeth. By not even fucking playing. And so I was watching um, the the standing. So like K.H. Lee, he pops in the top 30. Patrick Reed's out. Uh, oh, shit. Alex Norin. Oh, yeah. He was in and he had a fucking six-footer. For birdie or par, I think it was a par on 18, and he fucking, gee, left it in the jaws, but didn't hit it, and it broke left. And he missed it. And he missed it. He's number 32. <clears throat> if he makes it, he's in, Patrick Reed's out. So we, I asked you when I came over here, is is Patty Reed in? And apparently he's he's on the tee sheet. He's on. He's got a tee time. Uh, I haven't seen anything online. I was looking it up, and nothing says that Patrick Reed is has withdrawn from the Tour Championship. Aren't you so. and Justine yeah, good friends on Twitter? We're good friends on Twitter. <laughs> she hasn't she hasn't tweeted out that uh, her hubby's like completely healed from the double pneumonias. I don't necessarily follow uh, what what they um, what they're saying or doing i don't follow a bunch of patrick reed stuff other than the anti-patrick reed legion uh so so i'm not sure um, well we know we do know he's out of the hospital yes. and he's home and he's getting stronger captain america so it's it's coming down to the line but and after your explanation and little lesson in physiology last week about pneumonia which a lot of people appreciated nice um I, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it, man. Fuck no. I just don't see it. Well, not and, and not play at the highest level. You can't just go out there and just fucking hack it around. Right. You, you don't get it. Hey, can somebody drive me up the hill? <laughs> can, I, can I jump in the cart with you real fast? No, right. you have to walk the whole goddamn thing. I don't know. I don't think he's going to play. And I said I would eat my hat, but then... I, I can't eat my Dodgers hat. No, you can't. You can't eat that hat. But I still don't think he's going to play. I don't think so either. And I, I don't think they're going to put somebody in him. They're not going <laughs> to put anybody to replace him. And so Billy Horschel is going to get to fucking play first. Play by himself. And fucking cheat and do his wiggles and his waggles and sneak up on his putts. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know how he sneaks up there on his... His 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 little tiny medium shirts and his 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 wingtips, which I like wingtips, but man, he sneaks up and then he put. Ah, I can't believe he fucking made it. He's a good, he's he's won it before. God, he's I won know the, he's won the FedEx Cup. I can't vouch for the fact that yeah. he's won the actual um, uh, tour championship. 
Right. So who knows? We'll we'll see. Yeah. I don't I don't uh I don't anticipate him playing, but again, maybe he'll give it a good, good old college try. Well, what's what's the most that can I mean, get out there, try to play, and then maybe withdraw, I suppose. I mean, if it was if I was him, I'd probably give it a shot. That's a lot of money to win if you yeah, I when feel like if you get thirtieth place, you get three hundred and ninety thousand fucking dollars. And you know he's probably wanting to play just to kind of improve his uh Ryder Cup standings too. Oh yeah. So I would imagine there's that, but I just couldn't imagine them not taking him for the Ryder Cup if he's healthy enough. So uh let, let's move on. So Josh Creel uh played they played out in uh Ohio this week for the second of the three uh, Corn Ferry Finals events, and he got a top ten, and he's sitting at number eighteen of the top twenty-five for those events. And so he he needs another good finish this week to be able to secure his PJ Tour card. But it's looking pretty fucking cl- good. Yeah, he uh, he shot a, a clean scorecard, f- four birdies, the rest pars. Yeah, got him T ten. I'll tell you, fuck one more putt goes in and he is t4 yeah and god it's it, it's so razor fucking close with these guys yeah but i i tech or i uh instagram messaged him and i'm like dude keep climbing the scoreboard yep and he he's like dude i'm doing it and yeah. gave me a cheers so good for him i'm looking forward to him so if you guys can watch the corn fairy look for josh creel yeah, solid dude, friend of the show. Yep. Uh, women's golf had the Curtis Cup, uh, amateur golf, uh, Europe against the United States, and the U.S. won. Good for them. They they won or tied every singles match except for one. Okay. <laughs> they That's, fucking... They, they uh, dominated. Yeah, on singles. I saw it on the end... Uh, Sunday morning, I played in a, a Stableford aggregate out at the Great Blues. And I saw it because I like to watch golf because yeah. before I play golf, because I always play better. And yeah. you know, you watch girls putt, they fuck into the best putters, they roll shit in. It's like, oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You got any other current events? Within the golf uh, realm, there's too many current events outside golf that we don't have time for. Yeah, we don't want to talk about any of those. No. I don't have anything else. I guess, you know, Pat and Kazire. I know who he is, yeah. He fucking lost his fucking mind. I didn't hear this. You didn't see this shit? Uh-uh. All right, so last week, Pat and Kazire... They said, or he said, when he was teeing off on a hole and on his follow-through, the driver broke when it hit his back. Oh, yeah. This was, yeah, this was the uh, Jordan Spieth, Patton Gazire thing. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Patton said, hey, rules official, come here. I want to replace my driver because it just broke. And then Jordan said... Mm, I don't think that was an outside influence. And I was kind of critical of Jordan because he was shooting yeah. a fucking 80, which yeah. was actually a 79. And I was like, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a video what he did. So he, he did his follow through and he had like the club between his back and his two arms and he fucking flexed and broke it. Oh, Okay. Good for Jordan. Thank you. I'm I'm a jerko for saying you were being kind of a bitch. Yeah. He fucking broke it. I mean, he I saw the it. video. Yeah, so he broke it. All right. So on Friday, on 18, he misses a six-footer for bogey. And then he has like a two-footer back for double. He makes it. And then he goes to throw his ball in the air and hit it with a putter. And he fucking completely whiffed it. I know he wanted to rocket the ball that way. Right. And he fucking shanked that and it went over his head. I think between those two things of 
double bogeying 18 and just not hitting your golf ball in the water, he snaps the putter over his knee and then fucking is walking towards the scorer's tent and goes Hulk on his hat. Just fucking rips it. Just... (laughs) He took it out on his hat. Wow. Pan Gazire is fucking insane. Wow. He's 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 my ding dong. Okay. He's my ding dong. I know we're, we got we got time, but the guy fucking lost his mind. I, I think he finished fine. I'm not sure he made it into the top thirty. I'm gonna look just real quick, Chris, because I got my shit all dialed in almost. Yeah. I don't think he made it. Oh yeah. So no wonder he was fucking insane. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, Patton Kazire missed it. I mean, he's fine. He's got a bunch of money in the bank, but Jesus, bro. <sighs> yeah. So you didn't... Are we going over? Are we reviewing the BMW right now? Yeah, we totally can. Unless that, you have something else going on. Yeah, no no, no new news. I mean, yeah. We don't want to talk about anything else because no, it, no. it is no fucking fun. No, no, it's, yeah, the world, the, no, we're, we're not here. We're here to pay, make people laugh, uh, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, cry. Yeah. All right, let's check out the BMW. Did you watch much of it? Because I didn't have the opportunity. I just know that uh, Patrick Cantley won after a six-hole playoff. Yeah, I watched a... You know, like the first few days, I missed it. But man, that Sunday, I watched a fair amount. I was at the work, and I was working out and got to see a bunch. But of course, people needed our help, so I missed some. And one of the big things I missed was on 14 when Bryson said to Patrick Cantlay, can you stop walking? Patrick can you stop walking? Did he say, please? I can't remember. It was terse. <laughs> it was terse. Well, maybe he had loud shoes. Or he was wearing rain pants. No, he wasn't. He was wearing his baby blue USCLA, UCLA were they colors. In the, were they in the final group? Oh, yeah. Okay. And at that point, Pat, uh, Bryson was up by one. Okay. And... Bryson was standing over the ball, and then he just had a hissy fit, had a little baby tantrum, and said, Patrick, Patrick, can you stop walking, please? (laughs) He sounds a lot like the uh, guest we had on last week, Dustin Johnson. (laughs) God, right? Okay. Anyways, so, and and so and uh, on that hole, Cantley made birdie, and Bryson came up short, like twenty-seven feet short, and then they were tied, and then it was on. And Zinger, he was all like, "Oh, I, I'm not sure I've ever heard another player call out another player." Please, it no, dude. It's got to. It's had to have happened. I mean, didn't isn't that how the whole thing started with Sergio and Tiger? Well, I. That's how that whole kind of thing started. It seemed like I. I feel like like when I've been playing the golf, like I was at the Broadmoor once and playing with some people, and we were on the second hole, and somebody was putting. And somebody moved, and their their rain pants went, whoosh, whoosh. and the person that was putting lost their mind and said, "Could you stay still after when I'm putting?" Do you remember who it was? Yeah, I do, but I'm not going to name any names because I don't want anybody getting mad. Okay, but the other person was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, and it's it's we're not good enough to get mad. Those guys are though. So and and. So they asked Patrick after the round, you know, when that happened, he said, well, it's a non-issue for me, but we were told at the beginning of that hole, we need to speed things up. So Patrick Cantlay was to the left of Bryson. 
Speeding things up. Getting ready to walk up the fairway. Walking up there. Bryson's been pounding it past him. I don't know if Bryson heard him. I doubt it. Or just felt him walking and it was annoying him. Anyway, then it became a different match and it's they hated each other. Nice. Yeah. That's what I kind of got the, the sense of. By the time I got back, I actually tuned into the second to last playoff hole and it sounded like it was pretty darn exciting, but I didn't, I, I was unable to watch any of it. So, well, they, and so there was a bunch of Brooksies. There was a bunch of Brooksies for Brycey. Hell yeah. There was like, yo, Brooksy, good shot. And it fucking burns him. And so, I know, it's, it's so fucking sad. The guy is. Uh. So, the commentators, they were saying, oh, the crowds have been equally nice to everybody. It's They're being supportive of everybody. But from like a reporter for Golf Digest said, Bryson was getting hammered. Yeah. He definitely had some fans, but he was getting hammered. And, and to the coup de grace at the end, after he lost the playoff, he tersely shook Cantlay's hand and fucking marched off. And a reporter for Golf Digest saw him walking off towards the the underneath. He had to just do this long walk and go past the green and underneath the thing. And a, a patron was standing there and watched Bryson walk by. And he said, hey, good game, Brooksy. And Bryson lost his mind. Ooh. He fucking lost, lost his mind. This this reporter reported it and saw it. And he came back and said, I think he might have dropped an F-bomb and uh, motioned to a cop to throw him out. Well, th th this guy that, that wrote this story was like, can you throw somebody out of a golf tournament for calling you the wrong name? And when it's over. <laughs> Right? Oh, that maybe they hadn't started the playoff yet, but he it, it's I, I think there's been I think it's widely known, right? I think it's a thing. If yeah. You, if you call Bryson Brooksy, I think it's just known he doesn't like it. Gets and, it under his skin. And uh I, I don't know, maybe there's something in the player's like kind of code of conduct. Maybe there's something in their player kind of PGA tour handbook. That says, yeah, we have we have the ability to have anybody removed from. I mean, if Patrick Reed can have his parents removed from the Masters because he just doesn't like them, I have a feeling if somebody calls Bryson Brooksy, he probably has the ability to look at somebody and say, "Hey, remove this gentleman." Yeah, yeah. Did you see him give the kid the hat and how excited he was? I did not I, see that. I think that. that was on Sunday. I can't remember. If yeah, it was, after it was the on playoff. Sunday. I think it might have been after the playoff, but. As much as we want to come down on this guy, I mean, we had Tim Tucker on the show. He he vouches for the guy. He's a good guy. He's a good human being. And those are the moments. I mean, the moment at the U.S. Open when I saw him talking to some teenagers on the on the driving range and then see this, you know, hand, handing a kid a hat. I mean, I've seen professional golfers at a lower level, level get so pissed they throw golf balls into a garbage can when a kid is standing next to them. Yeah. I mean, it's like just give the kid the golf ball, collect yourself. No, he did it. I I and, saw some yeah. I saw some videos of him handing balls, and the, the, this reporter I can't remember his name. I I couldn't recall the article, but he said, "Is Bryson being bullied? And can you be bullied when you're a professional golfer and you make millions of dollars?" It's borderline on bullying, but I feel like he needs to call Tiger and say, dude, I'm in hell. I am. I, I, I can't bl block it out. What, what, what do I do? Cause, yeah. Cause he is clearly, I mean, cause there was a lot of people rooting for Patrick Cantlay, mm -hmm. Patty ice. Yeah. Nobody's calling. I mean, nobody's needling Patty. Patrick, no. but they are needling every chance. And you could hear it. I, I remember I was watching it with my wife and I was just saying, oh, I just heard a Brooksy comment. Yeah. 
Um, it, that's a great question as far as what that article brings up is, can you be bullied? Is it classified as bullying? I think that's probably the best, right? Yes, yes, he's being bullied. Yep. But by the definition, can we call it bullying? Yeah, because he's like, how can you be bullied by some drunken sot standing right. in the... He paid his money to get into the venue. Now, there's probably a lot of stuff in the fine print on the back of that ticket that says you. we reserve the right to re- remove you from the establishment, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I guess by definition, he is being bullied. Absolutely. Yeah. We're all human. We all hear things. We all process them differently. And, you know, if, if it truly does bother Bryson that people are calling him Brooksy, not because he doesn't like Brooks Kepka, but it's because he's Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. I mean, the guy just won the US Open. I mean, the the guy's an amazing golfer, right? Yeah. And what he's doing is <clears throat> is stupid. I mean, he's hitting yeah. a pitching wedge 186 yards. And these these people, and I'm going to generalize, yes, these people, they they are they, I'm going to classify them as bullies. Yeah. I mean, Bryson DeChambeau is good for golf right now. Yep. Bryson and Brooksy feud is good for golf right now. These idiots calling Bryson Brooksy, I, I don't see any place why that's good in golf. Well, I wish it's I really wish he, not. I wish he would just be a bigger man and just ignore it. But it's hard. Put put yourself in his oh, shoes. Oh, absolutely. When when you just lost, you know, you just lost a tournament. Well, or, it, or unless it was just before the no, playoffs. It, it's it's happened. It happened the entire time, and NBC and all those guys were like, "Oh no, they're being supportive." But th- this reporter was like, "I'm down there," and it's like, "No, yeah, he is getting hammered with Brooksy's left it's got, and right." It's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. He, he he's he's been the bigger person, and this is just me just thinking, giving him the benefit of the doubt is he's probably been the bigger person for a long time and we all we all meet that threshold and he's probably met it and it's probably beyond it for most of us right most of us would have we don't even have an any idea how to put our play put ourselves in that position because we can't we don't play in front of millions of people well it would be we really hard people if people heckling us if people were calling me somebody who annoyed me on the course, you nice know, job, Trumpy. Yeah, Trumpy. Hey, hey uh, I you're mean, a Trump supporter, aren't you, Toddy? Hey, Todd. Todd, how's Trump? Did you play with Trump last week? Oh, hey, Todd. Todd, what's Trump doing? Yeah, right. It would be really annoying. Right, and, and you probably lose your shit on a lot of people. The so it happened to Montgomery, Mrs. Colin, yeah. Monty, Monty. Yeah. They used to call him Mrs. Doubtfire. That's body shaming, dude. That's, that's yeah. Th- so they they. I mean, that's not cool. So he <laughs> he got it. He got it big time. And I and I'm trying to think of anybody else that's been razzed. And it's it's Bryson has now found it, and it's a bummer for him because, man, it I, it's a constant for him probably, and probably for Bryson, there's probably very few people out there when they're cheering that he hears it in a way that they're cheering for me. Those are my fans. Right. But for him to be able to find the opportunity to give his hat to a kid and that kid was elated and that kid was hell yes. And you know, and I like the idea that you said he should call tiger. And I think the idea behind that, that you're probably trying to say is that tiger is probably one of the most mentally like stable golfers in the history on the golf course on the history in the history of the game on the golf course. Right. Right. But you know, even then, I mean, there, there was a guy that had tiger's mug shot on his t-shirt, right? Mm -hmm. Tiger saw it and you know, tiger said, that's funny. Yeah. He laughed and he, and he walked on, but the difference between Bryson and tiger, I mean, there's a lot of them, right. But when it comes to dealing with fans and stuff, is I think Tiger had more fans than not fans. Right. And the not fans probably didn't bully Tiger or have anything really to bully Tiger about. Well, right? and, and it, you couldn't get in Tiger's kitchen. No, you couldn't. No, and it's clearly... And there, somebody said, get in the hole. 
right before Bryson hit, and he had to step back. Yeah, the the guy. The guy he, needs to... He needs a sports psychologist. He needs somebody. I'm sure he's got somebody on his team, but he needs somebody better. There's some, somebody that's not stepping up and doing their job yeah. that needs to be able to step in and basically tell him how to handle this situation because it's it's not going to get any better. No, it's not. And the more you show a little bit of weakness, the, I mean, it's like the firehouse, right? The moment you show your underbelly... You, We're they, gonna pounce, right? That you hate being called Ron, right? Right. And hey, William, do you go by Bill, Billy, Willie, William? I hate I, William. I, I go by William. Okay, Billy. Yeah, right. I mean, that's just the way that it works, right? Yeah. I mean, that's. But that's us being brothers, and that's us being funny, and and I've always said, you know, if people aren't making funny, it's because they don't like you, right? Um. But I think this is different, right? So this, I would classify it by definition as bullying. And yes, even as a professional golfer that's making millions upon millions of dollars, you're still a human being. Bryson DeChambeau still has the ability to go home and kill himself because he's been bullied to the point that he can't handle it anymore. And that's a whole nother issue that we have in this country, right? Yeah. And, and not to bring a huge dark side to it, but that's the reality. And that's the truth that these people very well could drive Bryson DeChambeau to the point that he can't handle it anymore mentally because he's human yep he's no better than we you or i i mean at golf yes <laughs> for sure i mean what he's doing i mean he was he was hitting at 42 yards on his drives past cantley right and and enough about Bryson cantley what he did the putts he made that guy's amazing he made Five million feet of putts. That's what they said. Five million feet of putts. What does that mean? Like through the every putt that he made over made, his career. No, over that week. Five million. Five million feet of putts. It I was, don't even know what that means. So every putt. <laughs> that's that, not possible. I know. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one stat that I think us golfers just kind of look at and be like, what does that even mean? The total feet of putts. Well, you know, so is is it the higher the number, the better? Yes. But then, yes. But but why? Because I mean, if you make a bunch of three footers for par, what if you make a bunch of three footers for birdie? What if you win the tournament and your your feet of putts are? That if, just means you hit it really close. But the higher the number, it just means you have further putts. So your irons aren't very. If good, you're right? twenty seven under. And they say you made 576 feet of putts. You made a bunch of 20-footers for birdie. But let me give you this. What if you were 27 under and you made... You're a terrible putter. <laughs> you're a terrible putter. No, but what if you what if you're 27 under and made... 100 feet of putts? 100 feet of putts. That just means you're really good at chipping and shitty at irons. Yeah, right. Or that you're really good at irons. You just made a shitload of birdies and missed a couple three-footers well, and I then can... tapped it in from six inches, and that's your footed putts, right? So all I can tell you is Patrick Cantlay had to make a 10-footer on 16 for par, an 8-footer for bogey. Right. 18, he had to make a 24-footer for birdie to get into a playoff. I'm not trying to say that Patrick Cantlay isn't a good putter. All I'm trying to say is that stupid stat of total feet of putts is, I don't know how to quantify that. I don't I, know, I I know what people are trying to say that that actually you, means You just something. mean, it just, you made a bunch of long putts. It's like us going to a, a class at work and somebody standing up there and saying, you guys aren't very good at IVs. You guys start IVs on... You know, your IV success rate is 80%. Oof. And then, I, and then I raise my hand and call bullshit. And I say, what if I'm the one guy that, keeps that, that, that starts an IV on that little frail old lady because nobody else wants to, but yet I get a 22 on her wrist after trying five other times. So you're trying to tell me that I'm a bad, I, I can't start IVs very well. When in reality, I actually started... IVs in 100% of my patients. Now, it might have taken me three or four, right? Yeah. So you can skew stats all you want. The whole total feed of putting, it just 
Dude, that stat goes out the door for me. Well, it it, it means you made a bunch of twenty. Give me footers. the number of putts. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, it was it was. You know what? That's a good point. But he made a bunch of long a putts. bunch of long ones. Yeah, and it's it, it five hundred seventy six or that's and that's what I was saying when I said he made ten million feet. But Pat and Kazire could have made 576 feet of putts and finished dead last. No, uh, he didn't. You know what I mean? He, he fucking broke his putter. <laughs> that guy fucking didn't make shit. That guy had fucking 50 feet. Anyways, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one stat that really irritates the shit out of me. So, it, you know, when Bryson and... and uh, and uh, Who Patrick, else played in this tournament? <laughs> dude, seriously, Honestly, they, 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 the end, they yeah. ran away with it. Yeah. They... Uh, I think uh, Rory came back with a good number. He finished solo fourth. Yeah, he 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 played well at the end. But yeah, it was a two person race, and Cantlay just beat him. And that handshake at the end of the playoff. I should go back and see that. Oh, dude, it was like just fucking real fucking fast. It was. I turned the TV off. I, I mean, I had to clean up and do some other stuff. I, I turned the TV off as soon as I saw Bryson miss that putt. It was such good golf, Chris. It was it was a beauty, and awesome. I can't wait for next week. That's amazing. Uh, do you want to review our picks? Yep. All right. So we had a couple different bets. Besides the traditional jar bet, we also had the uh, – we each picked a player outside the top 30. It was a $5 bet just between the two of us. It wasn't for the jar. And uh, we basically said whoever between these picks finished higher, but they had to get in the top 30 and make the tour championship, then we, the other person would owe the other one $5. I picked Harold Varner the third. You picked Weber. As Patrick Reed would say, Weber, right? Right. Because yeah, they're friends. Uh, Webb Simpson. Um, so... Neither one of them made it in the top 30, so it was just a draw. How close did they get? Do you know? Uh, I wrote down that HV3 finished at 56, and Webb Simpson finished at 52, but that... That's where they started. That's where they started. Um, You you should have asked me this. In our production meeting? In our production meeting. Yeah, which is what I said. Fuck that. Let's just go. Webb Simpson finished at 40. And HV3, HV3 finished at 44. So they both moved up. They actually both still... Uh, they both moved up 12 spots, it looks like. Exactly. So yeah. isn't that nice that we finished in a draw? That's so sweet. No, it is. It is. They they actually don't both played really well that first day. Yeah. I think they were both kind of up there. They were both at T5 on day one, and I yeah. was going to text it to you, but I knew you were fucking... Yeah camping on your shoulder and shit all right so i picked cam smith xander shoffley and max homa they all finished outside the top 25 cam smith t34 xander t49 homa t63 uh, my alternates abraham answer t9 nice. tony fino t15 booyah so i i'm even i didn't win or lose any money todd you picked jt rom and brooksy JT finished T22 along with Brooksy and Rom T9. Mm. So you end up wanting, what did I say, $7? Yeah, it was awesome. I so just <laughs> stuffed a bunch of ones in my wallet. <laughs> Love it. And then your alternate, Scotty Scheffler, T22 as well. And Rory, uh, solo fourth. Yeah, so, pretty cool. I'm yeah, pretty good at some, it. You had some good picks. Thanks. Me, not so much. All right. Are we done with uh, BMW? Yes. Okay, let's move on to the Tour Championship. They will be at East Lake this week. East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia. Par 70. Yardage is 7,300-ish. God, that's so short. I just, yeah, I didn't want to tally it up to the exact. I'm like, eh, it's somewhere in there. Designer. Would you like to take a guess, Todd? <laughs> no. It was designed in 1908 by Tom Bendello. It was redesigned in 1913, which is, from what I could tell, a lot of people give Don Ross, Bob Ross's brother, Don Ross, the credit for designing Eastlake. In 1913, are you sure? No, I'm not. Well, yeah, I, I, I am. He, he's really not Bob Ross's brother. Don Ross redesigned it. 
like five years after Tom Bendelow. My my guess is since a lot of them gave Don Ross the credit for the being the designer from the. I mean, I usually try to find my facts in multiple sources. My my guess is that Tom Bendelow either Bendelow. Bendelow either died shortly thereafter, which I didn't look up to see when he died, <laughs> or that maybe it was just a really shitty course, and and then they decided like, hey, let's make this a championship PJ. Well, PJ Tour probably wasn't around, but let's make this a championship course that we can highlight. So I don't really know, but a lot of them gave Don Ross the credit. Hmm. I bet I'd shoot a seventy nine there. I I would hope that you could. I I wouldn't. I'd probably shoot a ninety nine, maybe. Zach Johnson shot a 60 out there in 2007. What? That's the course record. Jesus. Do you know who the defending champion is? DJ. Dude. Dustin Johnson. You're right. Cantley is currently leading the FedEx points, and he's starting at minus 10, and then it's just going to taper down from there. So in 2019, I think is what we came up with. It looked like maybe they went from the format, because in 2018, Tiger Woods won the Tour Championship. That was the... Uh, when the crowd started storming from behind and, mm-hmm. and kind of, so he went up and won the tour championship, but uh, Justin Rose won the FedEx cup that year. And then the next year I think is when they tapered these scores. So yeah, that, as I, you start in your standings, I wonder if they changed it because the fact that tiger won that tournament and Justin finished third and won it. They're like, this is, this is stupid. Yeah. This is like if you win it, if you win that tournament, and that's why they went to it, where you stagger, you know, somebody starting out with a 10 stroke lead, and then they want to just be there because they didn't want people. If you finished in the top five, you could still win it. Yeah. But not win it. Yeah. So it, it's, I like the format now. Basically, basically, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, is the players go into this tournament already on the leaderboard. So Patrick Cantley is currently sitting at minus 10 going into day one. And if Bryson would have won last week, he would be minus 10. Yeah. And then you got Tony Finau, who's sitting second in the FedEx Cup standings. He's starting at minus eight. And then you got Bryson. He'll be at minus seven. And I can go down this list. John Rahm, minus six. Cameron Smith at minus five. Then there's a group of players at minus four, a group of them at minus three, a group at minus two, and then some at minus one, and then some at even par. Oh. So, mm. so yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool deal. It's going to be like good it. golf. It is good golf. I, I do like the fact that the leader in the FedEx Cup point standings has a two-shot lead going into Thursday. Yeah. And there's no telling what's going to happen. I mean, this very well could be... Daniel Ferberg could shoot 60 and be at minus 10. Patrick Cantley could shoot two over and have be two shots. I, I meant to one. look to see in the last three years who came back from the farthest to win it. Or did the leader always win it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the leader always won. It's just been the last two years, right? It would have been helpful information for me since I'm making the first pick. Yeah. I'm going to so pick Abraham answer. You're going to fucking head's going to spin. You're going to be so fucking sad. I'm going to just pick the fuck out of him. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that. So <laughs> I got mean. And should, we, shit. should we just get to the picks? Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so what Todd and I decided to do this week, because our normal, uh, point system or money earnings um, are going to be a little bit different because pick somebody in the top 25, you're going to win two bucks. Uh, There's only 30 players, potentially 29 if Patrick Reed doesn't play. But we since we felt that since the tour championship, it's the last tournament of the season. We're going to play for the entire jar. So Todd and I are each going to pick five players and one alternate. And between those five players, we're going to have the top, Four scores aggregate. So, so just because if Patrick Cantlay wins the FedEx Cup, it's how well he played during the tournament. 
it doesn't reflect where they're starting. It's so we're going to have to do some work on our end on figuring out those. So it's just kind of like a high school match. We're each going to pick five players. The top four scores count, not each day, just total scores for the tournament. So I'll pick my five, the top four total scores from each for each of the four rounds for those people. Anyways, we'll figure it out. All right. Well, no, and the, the no po- reason for you to worry about the, it. The, the point that I was saying was that like Patrick Cantlay has a 10 shot lead over Furberger and a lot of guys. Yeah. And so other players are going to be playing aggressive, going for birdies. So they're going to be playing hopefully aggressive. And that's going to encourage me and Chris to not just take the favorites. We're looking for guys to climb the leaderboard. And not based on the FedEx Cup points. Yeah. So those of you that uh, listen to our picks, uh, we're going to be picking a little bit different reasoning. So Warren, depending on how it's set up on DraftKings or whatever you're playing, uh, you've been warned. I got the first pick. You do have the first pick. I got it. I'm going to just so pick so hard. And I'm going to pick Brycey because I feel like he has been bullied and I'm rooting for him. All right. I like that pick. I'm going to pick John Rom. You, you sure would. <laughs> I like it. I am going to pick Abraham Answer. You <laughs> fucker. I got him. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're an asshole. Yeah, I know. I can't believe you just did I that. I fucking took him because he's good. I'm going to take Jordan Spieth. Jesus. Wow. That guy's a fucking helmet. I can't believe you just picked him. <laughs> you uh, fucker. I know. Took him took him hard. <clears throat> took him so hard. I had I had, I had I'm gonna every pick, every point of picking him. Yeah. Second. I, I'm gonna pick somebody who seems to do well at this type of tournament. His name is Rory. Fucking got him so hard. Uh, uh. I'm going to pick a dick pick. Ooh. Scheffler? Scotty Scheffler. Nice one. All right. I'm going to pick somebody that's hot. So hot. <sighs> I'm going to pick... God. I want to see this guy in his panties. Uh, Patrick Reed? <laughs> no. He's so not fucking playing. I'm going to pick DJ. I'm going fucking heavy hitters. Booyah. Because Rom, Speed, and Shuffler are not heavy hitters. Dude, all these guys are heavy hitters. They're yeah. all in here. Yeah, sure. You taking Kevin Na? That's cool. No. No. I did. Sergio made it. I know. Played good. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to take Patrick Cantley. <laughs> Hangover. I don't know, man. All right. So my fifth pick. He's got a lot to play for, dude. This isn't just like. Sure. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. I'm going to take Justin Thomas. JT. Oh, God. My squad's so hot. America. So my picks are going to be based off of your parents. So oh, sweet. I, 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 Tony? I, I, got, I got your parents in my camp. So I, I'm going to pick Tony Finau. Nice. All right. So in case there's the COVID, yeah. my first alternate is Sung Jam. <clears throat> I like it. Thank you. Oh, man. Just an alternate. I mean, I, I guess... I'll take Cam Smith. Ah, uh, a little respect. All right. I'm going to take No, we're only taking one alternate, remember? Oh yeah. Because we take five guys. We're we're only there's dude, if there's a COVID outbreak, you and I can talk amongst ourselves if we if we need another alternate. Okay. But there's five players on each of our squads. Yep. Only four scores count. So yep. we have one alternate. So if we get two people with COVID, we still have four scores. So it's at the end of the tournament. It's not each day. So whoever right. your four best golfers are, like minus if I go minus five, four, three, two, one, 
we count everybody minus one. Right. And I'd be five, four, three. And you get your ass kicked by my guys. Oh, really? (laughs) So let's just review for our listeners. You don't have to rewind it. So Todd picked Bryson, Abraham answer. You asshole. (laughs) Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, and his alternates, M, Sung J.M. My picks are John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, Dick picks Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, and Alice pick Tony Finau, alternate Cam Smith. All right, so before we uh, end this show, we're going to do something that we missed last week. And again, back to Alice and Dick is sorry that we uh, didn't cover any sort of trunk slammers or ding-dongs. There's plenty of them out there. But, uh, yeah, we just didn't mention it last week. It's just... Our bad. Yeah, really, we were really, really sorry. We were driving a windowless van down Mill Plain, a hundred miles an hour, listening to Lover Boy. Yeah, anybody that listened to that episode last week, it's no re. It, there's, it's not a surprise that we forgot about the it. Was a, it, it was a, it was a fucking beauty. A couple people asked me about the podcast, and and I gave it to him. I said, but you know what? You might want to listen to a couple before you listen to the most recent one, just because. But, I don't know. Seemed yeah, pretty good. Seemed pretty good. All right. Trunk slammer, dude. I got Bryson. Just seems, you know, probably went to the parking lot and just said, fuck. And just, bam. Well, and he had a... He had some short putts. He had a six-footer on Friday to shoot a 59. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. Mr. Oops. Six feet. Three inches. Didn't even hit the hole. Man. On so Sunday. He, so did he slam his drunk on Friday? Fuck. I mean, he, he's he's pretty pumped. You know, he was sad about his 60, but, you know, because he could have been in 59, but he was happy. He had a shorter putt in the playoffs, six feet, two inches. Yeah. Hit the hole this time and didn't go in. Oh. He had a number of shorties. He chunked a chip. So he's my trunk slammer because the way he shook Patrick Cantlay's hand afterwards, yeah. after saying, stop walking. He could almost just, we could almost pick for the ding dong also. Like, dude, like you just had an epic playoff. Just say, fucking put your hand out there and say, dude, that was epic. Yeah. You Putted the fuck out of the ball. Good job. Yeah. He did the the just the fastest, like, and left and fucking marched off. And then somebody said, good round, Brooksy. And his fucking head almost exploded. Like PTSD. Man. So he's my trunk slammer. What about your ding dong? <laughs> Pat and fucking Kazire. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go Hulk on my hat. Who I'll, rips their hat? I'll go Pat apparently Pat and Kazire. Well and Do you think he do you think that there's something in that contract for that hat hat contract that like, hey, if you tear this thing apart, like we won't pay you. Well, the fact that he broke his driver and then tried to say there was an outside influence. Yeah. Like, it just happened. Right. It just fucking happened. And Jordan, good for you. Even though you're about to shoot an 80. There you go. He's like... You're trying to mend fences with Jordan Spieth, aren't you? Because you kind of called him out. For, yeah, because I thought yeah. it was being yeah. a little, you know, yeah. a little... Uh, I'm yeah. about ready to shoot an 80. I don't think so. <laughs> no, thank God, yeah. because I saw the video, and he clearly snapped it. And to try and get a new driver <clears throat> after that... Is gross and dirty, and Pat and Kazire is my ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I concur. Pat and Kazire is our ding dong of the week. Come on. Keep geez, Yeah. Get a better Patton. I mean, he seems like a good dude. No, he's a fucking ding dong. <laughs> Guy's a fucking ding dong. Corn Ferry Tour Championship uh, presented by United Leasing and Finance. Victoria National Golf Club in Newburgh, Indiana. Uh, reigning champion from there is Brandon Wu. Uh, I like mm. Josh's Josh Creel's chances this week. He did say one of his favorite courses on tour was Victoria National. I love it. It's tight. He's sitting at 18. 
He needs to be in the top 25. We need Josh Carrill to be in the top 10 this week. Let's go, bud. I think even T10 will get him there. Yep. I think even T12. Yeah, once you start getting down to T15, not really sure, but we'll see. No, I like I like how he's trending. He, I do, too. You know, he started out the day at T, I want to say 20, when yeah. he started out Sunday, and he climbed to top, top 10. After a nice four under, I love it. We might see him in the Masters next year. I hope so. God damn. I mean, what the hell? God damn. You know, Come on, Josh. Ma- make the PGA Tour. You might as well just roll into the Safeway and win it. He's going to have a baby soon. Yeah. And he's uh, going to start really playing good because we know what happens when people <laughs> get their spousal units pregnant. They yeah. stop having sex and then they really play good they, golf. Yeah, because uh, they concentrate more on golf. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, saying you can say right now that that's what, why it's happening right <laughs> right uh, we don't know shit from shinola we don't we just talk want to give a shout out to bandon loop transportation.com it's the loop it'll give you a trip from pdx eugene or coos bay airport you're flying into Oregon to go play Bandon from wherever you're at, look up BandonLoopTransportation.com for uh, your transportation needs from the airport or if you're in Portland and you need to get down to Bandon, check it out. BandonLoopTransportation.com. It's civilized golf transportation. You got anything else, dude? Yeah, I got a shout out to uh, Scott Krieger. Oh, nice. I like Scott. He's a good guy. He's a really super good guy and he's a... He's given golf lessons and working at Emerald Valley. So if you're on your way down to Bandon Dunes, stop into Emerald Valley, get a lesson, play the golf course. You ever played Emerald? That's in Eugene. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't ever remember playing Emerald. No. I've only played a couple golf courses in Eugene. I think I played Ridge something. Sure. River Ridge. And is that that course right next to Woodburn? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, dude. Scott Krieger. Yeah. Former uh, head pro at the Broadmoor. Yeah. I'm glad he's got a new job. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Happy for you, Scott. Wish you good luck. Is he a friend of the show? Fucking A. Oh, I did see him like some stuff on Facebook, so maybe he starts listening. So No, he's been listening the entire time. Awesome. He he, he knows our facts are bullshit, but he, it, hey, he likes easy, he easy. likes hearing our voices. Our facts are not bullshit, Scott. Our it, facts are our facts. Yeah, they're whether ours. they're accurate is a whole nother story. Yeah. But our facts are our facts. Are we are you gonna do your same thing even though Pat I mean Patrick Reed's out of the hospital, so are you Oh you, fuck yeah, it's over now. I mean he's out of the hospital if he chooses. He's fine, he's, no, he's lived. fine. Okay. Cause especially if I don't say it and he plays, you know it'll happen. He'll fucking win. Win, right? All right. All right. Everyone be good humans. Get vaccinated. Everyone have a great week. Except for Patrick Reed. <laughs> <laughs>